name is Lexi, and I'm feeling very optimistic about my running life. My name is Bella, and I'm feeling unsure about my running career. My name is Avery, and I'm feeling very hopeful about running. Running brunch. Yeah. Could we do a little ASMR? Will that be included? That's oh. fine, yeah. Good. Everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Close your eyes and drift off into a serene river. But not a literal river, because you, you'll probably drown being asleep. crocodile emerges from the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, uh, normally Peter does this, and this is weird. I am your better host, because Peter always says I am. Uh, so I'm taking that on myself. I'm Ben Ledbetter, the better host of the podcast. Um, sitting here with Peter Cunningham, the second better host. I'm, I'm at least the, uh, the backup host. That's for sure. Okay, okay, I like that. Um, and we are sitting in a wonderful place in the state of Washington. We're in Packwood, Washington at Mountain Goat Coffee Shop. We brought three of our athletes in from the cabin, left the other athletes out there. We've got uh, other athletes coming on the podcast, hopefully in the next few days. Um, but we brought uh, three of our favorite ladies wow. hailing yeah. from Wichita, Kansas. Oh, yeah. um, it's kind of the Wichita Mafia, really, if you For think about real. it. We, it's um, kind of started out with just one individual and has slowly spread the sickness. Yeah, the rest of the is, that a, is that a Sarah 100%. Larson? Has Sarah, was she the catalyst for the first one. Trinity yeah. Ladies? Patient Zero. Patient Zero. Or would it be Ben Martin? Both of them maybe Same year. together? Same, Same year. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Sarah is Patient Zero? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Let's give a little shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah Larson. Um, Sarah. So uh, today we've got three ladies. I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves down the line. Um, and so starting on my left, y'all's right, uh, go ahead and say your names and where you're from. My name is Lexi Scheifler. I'm originally from Wellington, Kansas, the wheat capital of the world. And I've quite recently migrated to Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> so migration typically involves moving back. Right. So are you moving back? She Bad? meant yes. it. No, she meant it. Like, okay. Her no, heart I was meant, always there. No, okay. My family originally lived in Wichita. Oh, wow. Came to Wellington for And then a migrated long time. back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it really is a migration. Okay. Wow. 100%. Wow, you thought you had caught her in. No, a, I was just a, a making sure. Yeah. I was making sure. <laughs> yeah. Like butterflies. Yeah, exactly. Or geese. Ooh. Or geese. Give us your best. I know, like, you know, we don't know each other that well, mm. but I feel like. We're about to. I feel like I really need your best goose noise. You know, I, I, knew, I knew you were going to ask me I meant, And I knew you knew, so I knew you were prepared. I felt, I was, when you were talking, honestly, like, I just, like, heard it in my head and I was trying to, you know, come up with a way to make this noise. Yeah. Um, you can do it. Just seeing the elk run past me this morning. <laughs> really one with the Channel nature. in my, my nature Channel in my nature. You've got an inner goose, here. for sure. Yeah. Right. 
Um, it's like it's got to be like more of a glutteral sound, right? I think guttural, guttural. is the word. You're guttural? Like, what is glutteral? Well, there's gluttonous. Uh, gluttonous. Maybe you're thinking of gluttonous guttural. and guttural, guttural. together. Just yeah. so much guttural. I think that works yeah. still. That works for sure. Guttural. Similar. Sure. Guttural. Like a... Go ahead. That was that was lovely. <laughs> wait, wait, one more. Yeah, wait, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's no, a, that was that was really good. I mean, you that, know, that's my grandmother grabbing one by the neck and slinging it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or Austin Howell hitting a oh, goose yes. with a golf ball. Yeah. Huh. What? Um, <laughs> sweet. So did we did we cover all of Lexi? I feel like we got enough there. Yeah, right? well, yeah, we know good. what high school she's from. Yeah, Trinity, go Knights, stab them, stab them, stab them, Knights. It's a great day to be a knight. Coming right on down the line, <laughs> who do we got next? Hello, I'm Bella. Um, I'm also from Wichita because we all are. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're all from Wichita. Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, all of we us. All. Bella, Bella, what's your last name? Yes, Melgren. Bella Melgren. Bella Melgren. Yes. Strong name. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Hop if you want the full name, it's Isabella Renee Melgren. So. Mm. Wow. Were you born? Were you born in uh, Wichita? No, I was not. So I was born in Topeka, but mm. that is because I was. Um, I lived in a very small town called Osage City in mm-hmm. Kansas. Um, there's nothing there, so we had to drive <laughs> to Topeka for me to be born. Yeah. So, born in Topeka, but originally from Osage City, and then moved to Wichita about two years ago. Love so, it. Yes. That's great. And then wrapping it up for our three. My name is Avery Edwards, and I was born and raised in Wichita, Kansas. Love wow. it. Wow. Love it, love Avery, how many years have you been uh, with us at John Brown University? This is my third year. Going into my third year, so I've run two years at JBU. Let's go. That's great. Um, we Ben and I have this ongoing debate as to what constitutes as brunch. Mm-hmm. What what is? Mm-hmm. What, I would how love do you to define speak on brunch. Um, Let's speak on this truth. Do you, for a would second. you like to go? First? I just like really am passionate about t- defining brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it can be a little bit controversial. Yeah. Really. And divisive. Causes, I mean, yeah. There are clear divides everywhere at what people think brunch is. Name but a few of the clear divides since they're so clear. There's so many clear divides. I mean, like. <laughs> you can, <laughs> I mean, you like, walk into a room and you can tell. Oh, uh, over there. Kind yeah, of like, there's mean, those it, people. You remember junior high dances. Right. I think that the division, like the guys sitting on the bridge over here and the girls over there, I don't think it was it's a not dancing guys awkwardness. In, it was a brunch divide. Well, and it's yeah, not 100%. even guys and girls anymore. It's just. I think this about brunch versus I think that about brunch, you know? Which is, 100%. Which is sad. It is sad. So back to brunch. <laughs> Who's uh, the star of brunch? Eggs. What? <laughs> eggs. So so that eggs. so that is a like a it's, necessary. It's quintessential part of brunch is okay. eggs, okay. I feel like. Eggs, so versatile. Yeah. You know, you could eat eggs, any meal. Omelette, you got breakfast. Yeah. Okay, then you got deviled eggs. Yeah. I also think brunch brunch has to be after nine AM. Oh, after 10. Okay, so we have a time constraint. Uh-oh. When are you eating we lunch? Might not, we might so not what? be able to sit next to each other anymore. Might not, I mean, like, what, are you guaranteed to be eating lunch if you're eating brunch? No. Well, I'm yeah. saying, like, if we to qualify what brunch <laughs> is, it's in that gray area between... Mm-hmm. It's like, for me, with the rainbow, I think it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Some people are road... We're bringing Roy G. Bid stands... Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Okay. Brunch is in that indigo, violet range. Yeah. In between blue and purple. Yeah. So to understand indigo and violet, don't we have to understand blue and purple? Really we don't have to so understand the, the times of breakfast and lunch. So what constitutes lunch and what constitutes breakfast? And, and dinner. Yeah. Dinner can't be left out. Dinner. We got well, it. Dinner. Because it's, it's not in the word. Well, well we don't want to. 
I mean, important. some people think that dinner is. We're going to come here. I'm, I'm, I'm learning personalities, and I'm learning that I'm, we're going to have to pull things out of Bella, or at yeah. least just give her the, yeah. the yeah. mic. Give her so the floor. Give us, so, Bella, just give us your minute-long explanation. Are there time constraints to brunch? Are there food constraints to brunch? Uh, or, or, or no? Okay. Um, I definitely think there are time constraints. Yeah. Okay. I would say, in order to have, like, if you want to eat lunch, you have to have, you know, you have to have a brunch and then, you know. <laughs> a later, a later lunch. Great. You're a later lunch. You have to have a late lunch. So if you want to have brunch, you have to have, you can only, you can't have, like, lunch directly after. You have to have a late lunch. Yeah. So I feel like the times between, like, 9 and 11 mm. are the perfect so, brunch opportunity Are you times. saying you, you're, in your opinion, you need to be finishing brunch by 11, or you just need to have begun brunch before 11? Mm. Yeah. I would say you could be, like, halfway through brunch by 11. Okay. Because then you have plenty of time for a late lunch. Yeah, we kind of unintentionally, Ben. Ben has, uh, ben has arrived in our studio, Studio C. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and unintentionally, we actually stumbled into the the debate. And so Bella is explaining that, that uh, it sounds like Bella, her time constraint is that brunch needs to begin, you know, after nine, and you need to be about halfway through brunch by eleven. Oh, um, that's the first. So do you? So would sense. you look at that your clock if you were me. hosting a brunch, Bella? It sounds like you'd look at your clock at eleven and maybe make an announcement to everyone. Hey, everyone, are we about halfway done? Yes. Okay. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Bella, what happens? If somebody is not halfway done with brunch and is not willing to be halfway done with brunch, then I would consider it either not brunch, but there, this, this is how we go into the food constraints. So, this is what classifies what is brunch. Yeah. So, if you're eating like something that you might not classify as brunch, then is it really actually brunch? What? Whoa. Right. Love it. Earlier, we were, uh, we were talking with the girls, just hearing kind of stories of how they got to JBU, either how they heard of it first. Um, how they chose it, um, and Avery was giving us a little bit of um, just her story of her first two years, so maybe kind of hit on that again. Yeah, so ended up at JBU because Sarah Larson, who was a good friend of mine, went to my high school, um, hosted me for a visit and ended up introducing me to the cross-country coach at JBU, and I was not even thinking about running in college, but loved it in high school, and just ended up meeting the coach, thinking it sounded awesome. And so, yeah, ended up on the team. I have loved it. It's been a really sweet experience. was just talking earlier about how much I love cross country because it's the type of thing that unites a group of people together because of how difficult it is. And we do early morning practices on the track together and we run in rain and snow. And it's just a really sweet sport because you get to experience that together and grow together and see each other get better. Mm. Yeah. It's poetic. <laughs> Thank you, Lexi. Are mm-hmm. uh, the ladies, uh, how'd you hear of JBU? How'd you land there? Tell us about the whole process. You can go first. Okay. Um, so I found JBU through Lexi, pretty much. Um, so I moved to Trinity about two years ago, like I said, and um, I think. Yeah, so I never really even heard of JBU, and I didn't know like what I was planning on doing. Had no idea what I was going to study, no idea where I was going to go, and I really wasn't considering like a smaller college really at all. Um, I just had no idea what I was doing basically. So when Sounds I like moved, me every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when I moved to Wichita, um, I know a lot of the Trinity students go to JBU. They end up there. It's kind of 
a point where they all like to go. So um, I really like got introduced to JBU there, and it was actually my first college visit. And I just really loved the community and the environment of JBU, and I just really felt like the Lord touched my heart. And like I visited a lot of other schools too, but I just had no idea what I was doing. But deep down, I just had like that gut feeling, and like the Lord was calling me to JBU, so I just ended up going there, and I really liked the opportunity that I got to have to run. And yeah, so that's kind of where I am now. Awesome. Love awesome. it. Thanks, Bella. Lexi? Oh, this is great. Um, do I introduce myself again? You can yeah. do whatever you want. Okay, sure. You know, just for oh, the sake gosh. of vulnerability, <laughs> um, my name is Lexi Ann Scheifler. That is pretty vulnerable. <laughs> Lexi spelled with an E on the end. Don't get it twisted. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my coach in high school never spelled my name right. A Wait, someone with an I? With a Y? L-E-X-I-E. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Always L-E-X-I. Right. Even on, like, mouse split, like, it's L-E-X-I. So maybe I should go through a name change. Yeah. But One of our longest listeners is actually your cross-country coach, and so he's going to feel called out by that, but whatever. Hello, Coach, Coach Carol. Carol. <laughs> we love you, Coach Carol. Hey, shout out. You're awesome. Um, so, I'm just saying how I got to JBU. Mm-hmm. So, I had, like, Avery was my team captain my sophomore year. Ghost Knights, stab him. Stab um, Knights. <laughs> yeah, and, and that was an awesome experience. Avery and I were really close. This is before Bella came. Mm-hmm. And the dark ages mm. um, <laughs> of the team yeah. and, and then there you was know, a renaissance and the knights yes. rose up mm-hmm. 100%. stab knights stab them twice yep <laughs> there knights in the actually, i don't know sure <laughs> now there is um in our renaissance there was yeah um renaissance. bella was actually the knight who Whoa. came oh, wow. <laughs> the knight in shining yeah. yeah the mascot yeah anyways <laughs> so mascot. you know avery and i were really awesomely close so that was great and then she went to jbu and Avery's mom was my English teacher and study hall teacher my junior year, fast forward a year later. Shout out Renee. Shout out to Renee Edwards, um, who taught me how to spot themes in a book. Nice. Cool. Good girl. Yeah, great. Great woman. Um, so she was my study hall teacher in like the first hour. And there was like five people in my study hall and it was like a huge room. And everyone else like slept or like was on the couches. And she was sat right in front of me, and she would turn around and ask me about my life, and it was amazing. And she like kept talking about Avery's experience at JBU, and kept like asking me about like maybe if I wanted to run, and kept talking about JBU to me. And like I told her I was like maybe thinking about it, and you know she really poured into me through that class. And I reached out to Avery, and we met for coffee before my senior year. Also, don't know how she found out, but patient zero contacted me. <laughs> Sarah Larson was like, "Hey, girl." don't know if you're interested but like here's awesome things so I was like oh my gosh yeah like I want to hear about it later connected to me to my now roommate Hope she was like I'm coaching this girl she's amazing and so like the stars were just kind of aligning um into the little dipper but yeah I've been praying about it the whole year and my parents are praying about it and my mom and I have a really close bond and she had told me she's like I've been praying about like college for you a lot and I feel like JBU would be an amazing place for you and I also felt like I was getting clarity from the Lord in that and I was just like getting to see the community the cross-country team has like been able to have and Avery told me such amazing things about it and um I knew also like Ben Martin like his now wife like his family their family is like my coach yeah. So, like, I got to talk to his wife about it, and, like, 
they told me it was amazing. So like everyone I talked to said it was great. So and then I visited and I just felt like this pull towards JBU and it was amazing. It was beautiful. It was during the fall and so now I'm here. I like blew up Coach Shockler's emails and he responded and now I'm here today pecking him. Gosh, let's go. Aren't we all, She's pecking them. Aren't we all pecking them? We're pecking them. Uh, ben, take us to kind of like our first staple question yeah. of our, our podcast. We, we tend to start off with uh, something along the lines of how you all got into running. Um, sometimes we start out with where you currently are in your running. Um, I think we have some three individuals here that can really um, give us some insight on the differences in what running is. Um, wow. And so I'm hoping that we can kind of dive into that and see how that, what we're looking for both in what we've experienced in college so far and what y'all are looking for uh, forward to mm. at college. Um, so Avery, mm-hmm. why don't you kick us off? Uh, how did you get started in running? Uh, question one, follow up to that. Uh, what has been a difficulty in your um, high school or college career that you've had to get through? And three, last question, uh, where are you currently and are you like what is the total feeling of what you're looking forward to for the year? Okay. So I started running my sophomore year of high school, which in in running kind of feels a little bit late compared to the rest of my team. A lot of my teammates ran from childhood and so I was definitely one of the newer runners, but started running cuz I had played volleyball and soccer. And volleyball had just gotten super competitive and just wasn't in a community that I felt like I was thriving in teammate wise so I looked at the cross-country team and was like they look really close I think I'll try that Um, it was terrible when I first started (laughs) I was so bad Um, just like really struggled to run even a couple miles and had a great coach who was super encouraging and I told myself I would run for three weeks and quit if I hated it after three weeks. And right at the three-week mark was when I started to feel like I liked it and could keep up and could run the same mileage as the rest of the team, even though it was really hard. Um, So, yeah, first year of running, I was not great. But by the end of my senior year, I had improved my 5K time by over 10 minutes, which was kind of crazy. (laughs) My coach said I was the most improved runner he's ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So I started off really not great at it and would not say running comes naturally to me at all but it was something that I learned to really enjoy and grew in a lot which also like I I feel like uh is coach Carroll is the coach you're talking about coach Maharas coach Mm -hmm. Maharas okay because I remember uh Sarah Larson talking about I mean I watched her run in high school in St. Louis before she moved to Wichita Mm -hmm. and she was on the JV team and Sarah knows this and has said it. She was not fast and didn't care about running and was far back in races, in JV races. And then she moves to Wichita, and all of a sudden, you know, apparently Mahara's, like, triggered something in her because all of a sudden she started working hard and ended up being at JVU, our number two runner for multiple seasons. And so it's like, it sounds like he he did something in you as well. Totally. I think one thing he, he just talked about, like, how incredible it is that God made our bodies to run and that we have the privilege of having a safe place to run or living in a country where one can run. And I remember when I was thinking, like, I cannot do this, he talked about the joy in running and, like, how much of a blessing it is that we get to do that. Mm -hmm. 
he's really good at pep talks, but just convinced me like, oh, this is amazing that I get to do this. And it is amazing that when I travel, like I can take that with me. I can go on runs wherever I am. Like it's not the type of sport where you need equipment or whatnot. Like you need a pair of shoes and a place to go. Yeah. And so it's been something that's been really sweet of anywhere I go, you can often find someone to run with and it's an awesome community builder too, I think. But yeah, yeah totally. That was the first question. Uh, I mean, like difficulties, kinda, difficulties yeah. kind of in your, yeah. your debut running career, things you've had sure. to press through. I think in high school, the main difficulty would just be feeling like it didn't come naturally to mm. me and watching people where it did come naturally to them and thinking, okay, well, what's, why is it different for me? Why is it so hard for me to get my mileage up or to run faster? Um, but definitely have overcome that and also feel like I've become way more thankful for my body and the fact that like I have learned to run and have learned to push myself and that maybe pushing myself looks different than some pushing themselves but to still be thankful for mm -hmm. how hard I can push um I think at JBU my freshman year I had a weird Achilles injury mm. that was not super painful but when I got it checked out they were like if you keep running, you will tear your Achilles, which would be super painful. Yeah. Um, and so it was frustrating not being able to compete or practice with the team and kind of having to do like elliptical and biking and whatnot. When it wasn't as painful, I felt like I could have run, but I'm really thankful that that went away eventually and pushed through having the, my first track season of college look like no competing, but yeah, I would say that was one of the harder things. Was there any like element of feeling like you were on an island, uh, just kind of like separate, separate from the yeah, team? Yeah, definitely. Always? I one one way I stayed connected was I still showed up to practice mm. despite not being able to run. Yeah, just to encourage my team and and I would run warm ups and cool downs with them because I was allowed to run like a mile mm -hmm. maybe, and so that was really sweet and still felt like I was connected. But otherwise, I think I really would have felt isolated yeah. and maybe struggle to stay on the team honestly because yeah. I think once you isolate yourself it can be hard to jump back in that's huge especially for people that like so y'all may not know but our audience kind of like reigns from or ranges from like high school athletes to college athletes to people who are learning to run for couch to 5k like they're right. middle-aged whoever's um and some people may not know how important having a team bond is or even just like a, a local running group so mm -hmm. knowing that like it's easy to get discouraged if you're running alone it's great that you were able to follow along and like still be involved somewhere so for those of you listening at home right. uh if you have a local group that you can get involved in even if it's just once a week try to find someone or just try to get someone involved that like may not like running try to get them to come along and run with you um because obviously we we hear that a lot um with people that we talk to that having that team atmosphere or just a group atmosphere really can help um, and then every last question kind of follow up. What is like a, a short and sweet what you're hoping to get out of this second to last year? I assume maybe if you do a grad year, you could do another one if you got it. I don't know. Um, uh, what are you hoping to get out of this next season, especially being one of the, the big returners on the team? Yeah, I think I'm really excited to step into more of a role of kind of fostering community on the team as someone who's older. Um, something I've talked about is just like creating new traditions to make running really fun like mm. for instance getting like making breakfast after a long run for the girls or just things like that I think 
I just, really like if the if the long run ended around like nine thirty or ten. It would be brunch. It would be yeah. brunch. It would be brunch. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. for sure. Brunch for the team after a long run. <laughs> but it's got to um, stop. There it start. is. Yeah, you better ring that bell at eleven though. Yeah, yeah. they're out. They're out. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. No, not at all. I, yeah, I think just just being one of the people who works hard to create that type of community. Um, Because I think ultimately, if you're close to your team, that causes you to push each other um, further in races and in practice. So, yeah. Awesome. Amen. Lexi Bella, either one of y'all want to kind of answer the same questions? I might ask a little bit of a variance for you guys. Um, But who wants to go next? I can totally go next. Yeah. So, running for me, you know, my mom loves to run. So, my mom, like, growing up, when I was younger, my mom would run marathons and, like, half marathons, and she just, like, for my mom now, I've seen, like, it's, like, a form of worship for her, so, like, my mom, like, doesn't like to sit still. Like, she got, a, like, a knee surgery, and, like, the first day she went to get up and go run, and we were, like, sit down. <laughs> so, definitely a busy body, and, like, when she goes and runs, like, she'll listen to, like, Christian podcasts, or she'll even pray, and she'll come back and, like, tell me something that, like, she maybe learned or heard on her run, so... My mom just, like, loves running. And so she definitely wanted one of us to be a runner. I have three older siblings. And my oldest sister ran for Trinity. And I saw how close she was with her team. My sister Lauren was on the team with Sarah Larson. So that's how I knew Patient Zero. But, um, <laughs> and they were really good friends then. But So I ran on a small, like, running club when I was younger. Like, starting second or third grade with my high school coach, Coach Maharas. It was called Flying Angels. And it was, like, for young kids. And I knew a lot. Like, that's how I knew a lot of runners when I got older, kind of. And, yeah. Flap them, angels. Flap them. Flap them, angels. Wing them up. I still have my uniform, Flying Angels. My mom won't let me get rid of it. But, um. Have you been, like, trying super hard, like, sneaking out in the middle of the night trying to get rid of it? She, like, no. No, I, I just kind of let it. it sit up are there. You, are you space. putting that in the, bas- oh. the bag to take it to Goodwill? Um, no. It, it's, it's there, for sure. It's, okay. it's keeping. Yeah. Okay, okay. In my closet, still taking right. up space. Cool. Little jersey. Right. It's great. Don't you dare get rid of that. Um, <laughs> it's a little light blue getup. Mm-hmm. Matching. Ooh. So it's, get it's got wings on the back. Yeah, it does. So it's pretty sick. Flap them. Flap them. Flap them, angels. Take flight, Ingles. Ingles? <laughs> Ingles. Ingles. Craig Ingles. Craig Ingles. He was a fine angel. He still is. He's or a beautiful even man. Laura Ingles Wilder. Uh, oh, wow. Kansas, yeah. That house is so little. <laughs> Going out on the prairie. A little one yeah. in the prairie. Yeah. yeah. Little house so on the prairie. Little. I didn't read that series when no. I was growing up. Me either. I, I don't know little. anything about it. I was an unsheltered child. We had other things we were allowed to read. Oh, man. Yeah, oh. me too. I wasn't allowed to You were unsheltered. So you I, was sheltered. I, was, I was sheltered and not allowed to watch that show. I was... Who, who just here? Just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did you watch? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I ran growing up, and I also danced. So I have always just done a lot of stuff. I'm, like, kind of a busybody as well, and so... I started running cross country in sixth grade for Wellington Middle School. Go Crusaders! Gosh, uh, no, we're not gonna we're gonna leave that one alone. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Go Big Red. Yep. Um. Anyways, so Ooh. I started running for Wellington in sixth grade, and then I moved schools in seventh grade, and I ran for that school, and then I moved schools again to eighth grade. I liked all of them. Yeah. It's just. I, my parents had me keep moving schools. Yeah, you're I mean, migrating. I was going to say, what happens when you migrate. Yeah, constantly 100%. Move. And yeah. that was actually really good for me like to, like, Lauren. be able to meet new people, you know? And, like, it taught me how to talk to people I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, eighth grade, I moved to Trinity, and I ran. But actually, 
yeah, shout out to my seventh grade school. Won't yeah. name them. They turned me in for like moving schools. Like the rules for Keisha was that like if you move schools like in seventh grade, that you can't, or like in the middle of like your high school or your middle school, that you can't perf- like perform a sport for six months because like it prevents people like from just moving schools to like the best yeah. of each sport. And so I didn't. I ran cross country, but they didn't give us our medals or anything in eighth grade. So. Yeah, don't so have any eighth grade medals. There's some controversy yeah, around. Yeah, definitely Lexus. traumatic for me. Wow. Just kidding. It wasn't. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so I've always ran and, and danced together. and At the same time? At the same time. I was time. about to ask oh. that. I'm at g- the same time. I'm not going to lie. We might need to talk no, about that. No, she really does. Yeah, I feel like maybe. I'm a little bit of a dancer. I don't know if you've seen me. I do a little yeah, jigs little shimmies, all the time. I feel yeah. like you might run faster times if you do less dancing in the middle of races. Okay. But that's true. We can talk about that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, we can unpack that later. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of a safe place. we can place. unpack it now. We can it's just a safe place for me, really, to, to yeah. get into the disco, maybe. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But, um, Keep going. No, actually, like, I was not very good at other sports. Like, all my siblings were really athletic. My grandpa was, like, one of my coaches for, like, little league, like, basketball. And I got in trouble for, like, dancing across the court. So, obviously, my future was not in that. Yeah. The only point I made was for the other team. Hey, a point's a point. A point is a point. Two Sounds points. like they, you just had the wrong contract. They needed you to just sign you during the yeah. game. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Trade you mid-game. Yeah. Great. The draft. Anyways, so around my, like, COVID hit my the end of my sophomore year, and, like, I was really motivated to run my freshman, sophomore year, and it was, like, my dance teachers, and I was, like, getting older, so it became very obvious to me that I had to pick between dancing and running. And my parents kind of told me, like, you need to pick soon. It's a lot which is true. And so I would like, my schedule would be like, wake up, go to morning practice, go to school, go run again, go to dance, go home 11, do homework. So, you know, I was on my grind for sure. But so around junior year, I like, it was COVID. I hadn't seen my team and my dance teachers were like, you need to pick. And so I picked dance actually. And for like the first two weeks, I mean, I, I picked it over the summer. So I hadn't trained before my junior year cross country. And then I saw all the runners and I was like, oh my gosh, I miss all of them so much. I miss it. Like, honestly, the way that I went about running was like really transformed in that period where I chose dancing. Mm. Um, because like I had always like kind of a little bit thought of it as like more of a, like a loner sport. Like you perform for yourself. And in those like, two or three months where I was just dancing like I really transformed my idea of it because the community of running is like unlike anything else definitely like trauma bonding like all of you are going through some serious stuff and getting close so true yeah and so I was like I miss it so much all the people in running are amazing and so I went back my junior year and I joined like this the third meet of cross country was not that great was not my best season obviously no draining but I just like my coach was like just jump in you're fine and so but, like, I'm so thankful I did, and it really transformed, like, how I thought of it. And, like, I was able to, like, be older and, like, really pour into the younger girls and guys. And, like, running really does bring in, like, some of the best personalities because it's just, like, a hardworking sport. And so going into my senior year, like, I felt like I was, like, super intentional about just, like, really focusing on the team. And, like, Bella was my co-captain, and that was awesome. And just, like, really just using it almost as a ministry to, like mm-hmm. – be vulnerable with the other like girls on the team and really like like Avery's doing now and I'm so excited to be on the other side of it because I really enjoyed like being able to be a junior and senior but now I'm really excited to be like the younger kid mm-hmm. and on the block the new kid on the block but 
but um yeah running for me is something that I've always like kind of been there but it definitely transformed when I was older um of like just something that like brings it people together Ugh, that was rough yeah for real Hard on the brakes. So this is a, <laughs> for being in the middle of nowhere, this is a hopping town. Yeah, for real. Somewhere. I mean, like, this is so not, many trucks. Milky, Milky Way. Mm. Milk's Milky great way. anytime. It's not so that great. So many candy bars in that. Yeah, truck I was about right to there. say. I was about to say. I'm not a big Milky Way kind of girl. I prefer Twix. What about the? Have you ever had the midnight like the dark chocolate yes. Milky Way? Yeah. I like dark yes. chocolate. I love dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. Peter's eyebrows are moving rapidly. <laughs> I will say, I'm I'm committed to the Twix. Okay. Left or right though. Yeah. Left. Okay. Mm. Uh, I have a friend who's never hey, had a left let's, Twix. Let's, never. Yeah. Only will have the right Twix. No. <laughs> left Twix every time. Yep. Hey, so right now we actually just kicked Lexi off the podcast. Yep. She's no longer. I'm just kidding. She's still here. Don't <laughs> worry. It's a right Twix only podcast. Yeah. Uh, right. Sorry, my bad. little offshoot question. Uh, we've never had a runner. We've never had a runner slash dancer mm. on the podcast mm. before. And I actually wow. mean this in a very like, uh, like serious way. Uh, is there... Is there anything that you can see as far as like skill set in your dance? Yeah, just dance skill set that lends itself to making you a better runner. Oh, a hundred percent. So while I was like running, oh, start at oh, a hundred percent. Ain't God good on it? That's so oh. cute. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, I will say this: when I was dancing and running, I was like never sore because I would get done from running go to dance and immediately have to stretch and like work through all my muscles yeah. and it really helped me from like being tight and sore yeah. because like I would work through all the lactic acid in my legs from like point and dance all and all that stuff so yeah. like that was super cool yeah and so that was something like now I'm like I need to go like do some dance exercises because I get sore easier because yeah. I'm not working through it immediately I would guess like just flexibility in general yes a lot of my injuries have probably been b- because of a lack of flexibility right mine's the other uh, end <laughs> for real though like right uh, part of why I'm in PT right now is to mm-hmm. create some extra flexibility in my ankles and yeah uh, so yeah. that's uh, that's cool yeah 100% love it, love it. yeah yeah uh, Lexi, last thing real quick. Um, mm. what is a, what's a short and sweet thing that you're looking forward to this year? I know that you've kind of already mentioned just the, the team bonding aspect. Yes. But what's uh, what's something on the on the more running-specific side that you're looking forward oh. to for this year? Well, you know, going into camp, I was like, I don't really know where I am with running. And something for running that, like, I'm really excited to have this fire back is, like, I really want to get better and I really want to improve and, like, uh, help the team, like, I am really dedicated this season to like improving and getting better and I want any comments or critiques or anything that will help me get better in running and I'm willing to do like whatever to like get faster and really help the team. Love it. Love it. Peck them. Peck them. Gosh. All right, Bella, uh, you're up now. So kind of same questions. Uh, what got you into running? Um, what got you to JBU? And I guess, we, did we already do that one? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, what got you into running? Uh, what are you looking forward to? And then injuries or hurt that you've gone through? Uh, I guess maybe do the injury hurt before <laughs> what you're looking forward, this, looking forward to this yeah. year. So how I got into running, I wasn't really running when I was like super little. I probably started about middle school age or so and I've always I haven't really done anything else like Lexi like I haven't done dance or you know haven't been like introduced to running in like such like a grand way or like I didn't ever want to do it because 
I feel like I've always wanted to run because my older brother, he was a runner and I just kind of followed in his footsteps and really enjoyed it because I loved watching him run and going to his meets and everything. I just love the environment of like every cross country meet cheering him on. For being like a quiet person, I can yell really loud at cross country meets. <laughs> yeah, it's really true. fun. Yeah, so I really just loved the environment and, and I just really wanted to be a part of like a team. So. Um, I joined cross country my seventh grade year was the first like eligibility year we are allowed to do it in middle school so I've just always kind of been a runner run both cross country and track and yeah I'm just kind of going through that um, awesome. injuries yeah. just difficulties in, in running yeah history. so I had mostly in high school I had quite a lot of like injuries slash hurt I guess mm-hmm. um, so my sophomore and junior years were really really hard for me i just like with moving schools like during my junior year that was part of it but more like struggling with injuries and i just kind of fell out of love with running because i'd always just like been a runner and i loved running so much and i just had like this really big drive and determination but my sophomore and junior years of high school that just kind of faded and i was struggling a lot with anemia so i had really severe anemia Mm. and I just like couldn't breathe and I was like nearly passing out after races and I remember my sophomore year cross country I was we were running at regionals and I just I felt like I put a lot of the blame on me because we had a decent shot at state and I was supposed to be one of our better runners on the team but because I just wasn't performing we didn't qualify and I just it I put a lot of pressure there and I was kind of struggling with that just like all through high school too the anemia and then I also run on my toes, so um, that's kind of thing from Trinity. We all get nicknames, so mine is Springy. That's what our coach calls us, and that's because I run on my toes so high. I have a nice spring in my cadence, but that's a good one. That's yeah. a good nickname. It is a good name. Some of them are mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but nice yeah. So I have always just struggled with like shin splints, and that's a mm. big problem for me. And then. This last cross-country season, I got a stress fracture, and the mm-hmm. timing was really, really bad. I could, um, my senior year, I was really starting to love running again. Mm-hmm. I had been training really hard, and I felt like I improved a lot over the summer for training for cross-country, and I was just, like, loving running again, but then it just kind of, like, shattered when that happened, my stress fracture, because I was, like, just training really hard over the summer, like I said, but on the first meet, actually, when we were warming up, it just kind of hit, and we didn't know what it was for a long time, and it was just really bad timing, and I wanted to come back for the season at the end of the season, but I just couldn't because it was so bad, and it was just, like, on crutches all the time, and it was just a mess, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of where I am, which is why I'm kind of unsure about my running going forward. I've had lots of injuries, but it's just, like, once I start falling back in love with running, I'm kind of wondering, like, will that fade away again? And, like, I love, I know I love running deep down, and I don't want to quit anytime soon, but it's just the, like, uphill and downhills, just kind Mm -hmm. of with that, really affecting me, so. Uh, After you answer the question about just kind of what are you hopeful and uh, looking forward to, I'd love just kind of, like, conversation between the three all, and, and we can chime in as well, just how you respond uh, physically to injuries, ailments, and whatnot, but also right. how you respond, how you respond emotionally, and whether it's just like tips or just 
uh, thoughts on how to respond to those kind of difficulties as a runner. Um, but but what are you looking forward to, Bella, for this upcoming season? Yeah, so one thing I'm really looking forward to, kind of what Lexi and Avery both touched on, is like the community of the team and just being really close and bonded together. So my old school that I came from, Osage City, a little small school, we weren't very close really at all. And when I moved to Trinity my junior year, that's something I really noticed was like the environment just was amazing on the team. And I just loved the support of everyone and getting close with like the girls especially, it was just really nice. Um, so yeah, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to at JBU. Hopefully that can continue here. Awesome. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. That's great. Yeah, it's just kind of like conversation on how, how do you respond uh, emotionally mm. um, to recurring injuries, to uh, fears of uh, potential, you know, return of injuries. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. I think something I, especially with college running, right. have had to tell myself is one semester at a time, kind right. of. Yeah. Um, I think it can be really easy to become overwhelmed thinking, especially your freshman year, like, okay, I'm doing this for four more years. Yeah. Um, and I just think when I break it down into like, no, I'm doing this for this semester, like I'm mm. going to do cross-country season, it makes it feel like that's... A bite that I can swallow right and I think it makes me realize like looking back I'm like wow I'm already halfway done right and I think by saying like okay it's just this next semester it makes it a lot easier to continue going that's how like I feel like you should approach running just in general. yeah it's like, I, that's something for me that I struggle with like my own self as a runner it's like when I start to run in mileage like if I get halfway there I'm good but like it's like you have to focus on where you like what even like repeat or mile or whatever you're doing right there right now yeah i feel like ryan hall uh ryan hall former u.s marathoner still holds the record for the u.s in the half marathon and one of the more uh successful u.s marathoners ever um regular listener of course of course yeah (laughs) yeah sponsor Um, actually shout out to ryan hall and his sponsorship thank you ryan i'm ryan i'm sorry we just haven't had time to bring you on as a guest yet uh we'll get there um (laughs) keep on emailing us and we'll 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 get you on first on the roster uh he has a book uh called run the mile you're in and it's kind of like just a, a message that he recurringly is talking about on his podcast and whatnot uh but just like exactly what you're saying that uh he's taking what's cool is he takes the that message of running the mile you're in literally for races mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. applies it to uh just lessons for life and right. he he's pretty outspoken about his faith and whatnot and so just he has some really sweet like kind of correlations between running the mile you're in and how that like feeds into his walk with the lord as well yeah um so i, I, That's cool. I like what you're hitting on there if like you so. use the code peter patter you actually get 50 percent off that book yep. whoa <laughs> huge discount thank you ryan <laughs> yeah. shout out thank That's you incredible. Um, and something to kind of go along with that is just how, as a coach, we like to give a, a very broad um, view of that. Like when you guys first come in, especially y'all freshmen, and if you're first time into running, it's not like you have to make huge leaps. You have to go slow. You have to take your time. And what you do in high school is going to be significantly different than what you do in college. Um, and, and the time frame for your improvement, if you only give yourself about – like, if you, if you only give yourself six, seven, eight weeks or whatever, yeah, sure, you can see a lot of improvement, but you could also risk injury doing too much too mm. quick. So, like, realizing that y'all's career isn't going to be just 
this year. It's that we're this season is going to stack on next season, which is going to stack on the next season. And so having the broad, like the broad view of I've got four years to get this done and I don't have to improve so much, but then also just doing what we ask of you now um, and hoping that that is and trusting that that is the right thing that you need to be doing now to, to gain improvement, even if it's not quite yeah. what you're hoping for. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Belle, I'd love just to kind of hear your thoughts. And if you have an answer, awesome. Mm-hmm. If not, either either maybe your girls can give you encouragement or tips, or maybe Ben or I can even just in this moment do some kind of coaching moments. But like, how do you how do you carry the unsurety? How do you carry the potentially fear of oh, I've gotten injured every time I've gotten excited about running again, and I start putting miles in again. And then it's it's always resulted in you know injuries coming back. How do you carry that? How do you respond to that? Like, um, what do you do both tangibly um, to respond to it on a physical injury prevention side, but also how do you carry uh, or share the weight of that emotion of that difficulty of like I might get injured again? Sure. Yeah. So with my like ongoing injuries, I feel like it really affected my mental health too. Mm-hmm. So. It was really hard for me to, like, accept that, that, you know, um, like, moving forward, it's not linear. Like, progress is not linear. It's up and downhill. It just, you know, it will really vary, and I think that's okay. Um, That it's okay to go through that and to feel that. And so I feel like my injuries are kind of a part of how I'm, like, growing as a person, too, because they've helped me realize that. Um, And I'm still kind of struggling with that, too, just, like, you know, my love with running. Um, yeah, just even, like, with a, like, same thing, walk with Christ, like, mm-hmm. life in general. Like, there's so many ups and downs, and you yeah. just have to learn, how, like, to not be frustrated with yourself mm-hmm. when you feel like you're going on the downhill. I think it can be so easy to, like, you were talking about putting pressure on yourself in high school and just being frustrated with why am I not performing well. But I think recognizing, like... There are ups and downs, and, like, that's just part of the journey, and there has to be ups and downs for you to actually yeah. go, like, 100%. higher up. Yeah. And no matter where you are, like, there's progress to be made, which is something I've learned. Like, don't get too comfortable where you're at. Like, even if you're, like, injured or you're running amazingly, like, there's always progress that you can, like, baby steps that you can take to be better. Mm. And it's just focusing on, like, what baby steps you need to take. Because if you try and, like jump all these like steps you know like you're gonna trip and you're gonna fall Mm. but like just focusing on what's the next like next staircase step for you to to progress yeah totally and any stage that you're in even if you're feeling good i think you use the word like to to uh progress and when i i think about the just the word success as well like there's so many different variables to a successful season than just pring than just Uh, getting all the races and meeting expectations on a mm-hmm. on a race side of things. I mean, like a successful season doesn't uh, mean uh, just one thing. So, like, if if any of and if 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 any of y'all ended up getting injured this season, like success branches into so many other areas, like right. the continued engagement, mm-hmm. the continued doing the small things to get healthy again, the showing up mm-hmm. for morning practices just to be with the team to encourage. Um, if if you're healthy but you're just not racing as fast as you want to the fact that you're putting in the work and engaging like is a successful season even if you're not PRing like you hoped to so like success is uh way more dynamic than uh I think a lot of us Mm -hmm. allow it to be yeah 
uh, something kind of along those same lines, like just so y'all know, this is kind of just a, like Peter said, a coaching moment is there, we don't want to create a team culture of shame. Like mm-hmm. if you're yeah. injured or anything like that, we want to hopefully be um, creating an environment where you guys can come to us, to your teammates, to your captains, to the guys, the girls, whoever it is, and talk to someone about how much that you might hate running right now. And that's okay. It's okay that you guys aren't always in love with running. And that's the same thing for, like, y'all at home. There can be a love-hate relationship with your loving, like, with your loving, with your running. Um, and that you may not like to run right now. Um, and that's okay. Uh, we just hope that, like, you guys would be willing to share that with someone. Not Maybe not us, maybe not whoever, but we, if you t- share that with us, we're not going to be mad at you. Like, yeah. that's that's part of being a runner. There's, there's always going to be, like you said, peaks and valleys. So we want to be along for the ride the whole way. We don't want you to shut us out if you're ever in a valley. Like, we want to share the peaks with you, but I think it's almost more important to be sharing the valleys to help you kind of grow. Yeah. So no, thanks, like, for, thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. One sweet thing about, like, what I've seen in the coaching style at JBU is, like, when you are struggling, saying, like, how can I be better or, like, what can I do, I think – these guys and coach Shockler do a really great job of giving practical like here's what the next step looks like uh-huh. maybe you just like add in a little extra miles or whatever it looks like I mean they, they always have something like very practical and just a step you can take yeah um or maybe it looks like running fewer miles and like working on being healthy or what are you eating? Like, how are you fueling your body? I think that's right. a big one for especially girl athletes. Are are we fueling our bodies well? Right. Um, and actually talking about that has been really cool. Um, I think Alika has been really inspiring um, for the girls team on talking about, like, what does it actually mean to fuel your bodies? And how can certain diets be really not helpful at all right, to a, a female athlete um and what does it look like to eat well as a female athlete and use food for fuel so I don't know I think it's been really cool to be part of this team and ask questions to people who are older and wiser and yeah helpful (coughs) in that way yeah and I think that's that's gold right there Avery just uh Alica like you're saying has spoken to just the uh body image side of things for women runners I think it's easy uh for anyone to like you're, you're watching all these fast girls in the olympics and you know world championships and whatnot and and uh i would guess that some of them most of them are probably eating healthy and fueling themselves but some of them aren't and, and you see these fast girls and you go, i want to be fast and also uh i just like the way that you know athlete looks and so it's easy to start believing well i need to start eating less food in order to be fast and successful and to mm-hmm. look the way i want to look and and it sounds like you've already Avery uh, heard from Alica, and I think she's even posted some stuff on Instagram that you can probably look back at. Um, but she has a pretty sweet story of how she's actually started racing better uh, when she started fueling appropriately, rather than uh, eating less food uh, in order to uh, attain some sort of uh, body image. Uh, and, and assuming that she was going to run faster by by being thinner, uh, and so. Uh, she could go on and on about uh, the food side of things. So I'm, I'm glad that you all are already uh, diving into that together. So That's, that's sweet. the cool thing about running is, like, especially at track meets, like, I think it's so fun to go. And, like, you have so many different events and, in turn, like, so many different body types. Like, with running, like, like so many different people can excel at so many different events. And they all look so different. Like, especially with distance running, like, you can't, like, like a lot of times the people you don't expect. Mm-hmm. And they're, like speed demons like leading the troop and I, I love that about running is like truly like 
of any like most athletic body types like can really like excel and it's it's like less about like what they look like and more about their training and their dedication to it and That is a lot of corn. <laughs> Look at all that corn. I, I love corn. corn. Corn's a great food. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> straight through you. Corn goes straight through you. Um, <laughs> it does not digest. It does not go, no. go straight through you. No. Have you ever tried to chew corn as much as you can? Just and so then, that you don't, yeah. And then just like, <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah. try to see it later. <laughs> like, does it all stay kernels or does somehow get put back together? You yes, never know. No. I feel like a really good ASMR would be like corn? just eating corn. Just corn is better than the cob. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was my two cents. That's why I love going to track meets because, like, especially when you introduce a lot of different events, like, a lot of people who look really different all excel and they're all, like, doing well and they all look so different, which I think is so cool. Yeah. Do you have a direction you want to take us right now? Because I, uh, I'd love to. I feel like, first of all, not all of our listeners uh, know the Lord. Uh, mm-hmm. Not all of our listeners... Uh, uh, necessarily are uh, walking any kind of like religious life uh, mm-hmm. but you all have alluded to the Lord being a part of uh, your running life uh, yes. and so I'd, I'd love just to kind of hear uh, how uh, you integrate your walk with the Lord into the ups and downs the highs and lows of being a runner and uh, maybe maybe not a, a crazy long uh, section here but um, yeah just just thoughts on um how you invite the Lord into, because apparently, you know, you all have all mentioned it, so there's something specific about uh, your running life that you've integrated the Lord into. Yeah. Whoever wants it. Um, I think one way I really see the Lord in running is getting to experience His creation in many different ways. Um, And often that looks like running alone, especially summer training when you're not with the team. and just taking that time by myself um, to just thank the Lord for what's around me and for the fact that my body works and is moving and um, I get to have fellowship with him in that in worshiping him. Lexi talked a little bit about how her mom feels it's worshipful to run and I definitely feel that yeah. too. You may go. Something I would tell, like, our relay teams last year before, you know, we went and we would race is, like, when you're put in an athletic environment, like, that is one of the best ways to, like, show the love of Jesus and just to show, like, be it, like, show good sportsmanship on and off the track. And also, like, when you're going through something like running it, like, it can be painful. Like, it can be something that can be really hard as everyone knows I think even if you aren't a runner we can all bond in that <laughs> and like it truly can be something that's so awesome to like just use like your body as like a way to like worship God and like in any way that we're put in a setting of like to we think that we're glorifying ourselves like to win a medal or to to win the race like that is a way that we can point it not from ourselves to God so like any way that we're given a platform or any way that people are asking us like how'd you get here or like great job like oh it's all the Lord like it's all his strength that he's giving me and I think that's another thing about like injuries like it's so humbling you know and like in any way that we can point like 
any success that we think is ours, like, no, it's just a gift that God's giving us so mm-hmm. that we can talk to others. Love it. Love it. Thanks. Yeah, I feel, especially kind of like with Lexi, what she said, um, just knowing that, like, when you see success, like, on the track, like, it glorifies God, and it's just, like, how you're, like, fighting a battle in ministry, you're representing the Lord. Um, Anybody else? Run that back, run that back, yeah. (laughs) When you're fighting. (laughs) So, yeah, when you're fighting in ministry, it's, like, when you're running, you're, like, fighting in ministry, because you're representing God, and it's just really powerful to know that, and I feel like through injuries and, like, hardships, um, through injuries and hardships, it's just good to know that the Lord is always with you, and that it's really helped strengthen my relationship with Christ, just because I know that God has a plan for me, and he is gonna, going to do what's best for me. So I know that even through hardships, he's always there. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was I it, gotta, okay, Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, was it Eric Little who said, I don't know how you pronounce his last sure, name. Sure, that's yeah. enough. Eric Little or Liddell. Yeah. Liddell, maybe. Liddell. Eric Liddell who said, Liddell. in running, he feels the pleasure of God. I think that that's so true of like how I feel often in running. Not all the time, but <laughs> there, there are times where I just like, you do, it just does feel joyful to get to run and experience that. There's your mind, too. Yeah. Um, the just got, like, last couple minutes here before we got to head out. Um, and some repeats? Yeah, so we're hitting some repeats here. So wow. we do this, like, little segment where we ask you guys rapid-fire questions. Oh, fun. Um, and so oh, it's, like, fun. boom, 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 answer, answer, answer. We're doing 200 repeats right now. Hot First thing that comes to mind, you're going. So All right. you're going down the line and answering? Or how does this work? Yeah. Like, bam, bam, bam. Let's see who wins the repeat. Yeah, for real. Oh, who wins? Okay. Yeah, you do whatever. I'm getting Um, closer. I'm a speaker. Go to uh, workout clothes. Like, you're like, I want to run fast today. What are you putting on? Shorts, tank top. Well, okay. Like, (laughs) correct answer. I I don't want to answer. Correct and very vague answer. Nike. Wow. Nike. Nike. Head to toe. Oh, gosh. Brooks Adrenaline. Okay. Okay. There we go. Um, Nike shorts. Okay. Nike tank top. Sweet. Ladies? Uh, Brooks Glycerin Shoes, the 19. Um, wearing that since freshman year. Got my swag. Um, choosing not to answer the apparel question. Slightly basic. Sick. Lululemon. Lululemon. There we go. <laughs> okay. My go-to is my Mizuno Wave Rider shoes. Wow. Amen. Yes. Wow. Um, my features socks, specifically the black Ooh. ones. Yeah. yeah. Love features. I also wear features. I wear Bombas. <laughs> Okay, ladies, if you uh, if you individually are hosting a uh, pre like pre race dinner, mm. what are you cooking? <laughs> Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Angel food cake. Oh wow. Okay. Well, we're racing fast tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Great answer. Yeah. Um, sunglasses or hats? hats? While you're running. Hats. Hats. Pfizer. Pfizer. Wow. <laughs> Hair flow. Oh, I'm a ponytail. Okay. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Um. Hmm. Least favorite workout. Like if you if you see this on the schedule and you're like, oh gosh, I'm dead. Two Ks. Hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> Mile repeats. Tempo runs. Love it. Uh, any like pre-race rituals or superstitions that you just kind of like? I'm, I got to do this either mm. the, the or night before or uh, yeah or hour before race. Pre-race routines? Socks. You wear the same socks every race. Same socks. Yeah. Do you I wash also- them? Yes. 
You wash yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's our... like a smoke screen behind you as you run. They're just... <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's so funny. No, so... one thing our coach made us do is we'd pack three socks for a race. So you'd warm up, switch your socks, race, switch your socks, and then after your race, you'd yeah. like put it. on That's a new fun. pair of socks. Yeah. I had the same spikes from eighth grade to senior year. Did you grow? Yeah. <laughs> they just really they basi- big when they you were. They basically were like a shell of a shoe. Yeah. Okay. But my like coach kept telling me, Coach Carol, shout out, kept being like, Lexi, wash your shoes. Like you want to race fast. I'm like, I can't get the spikes out of these things. Like, <laughs> there's no way I'm putting this in my washer and dryer. Like I'm not. Like I don't know how to hand scrub this. They're lucky. Yeah. Those things probably stank. <laughs> um, <laughs> I finally got new spikes. You're welcome. Thank goodness. My parents you, are bringing. We me. hopefully you can. Get new ones yeah. every year and right, not right, right, right. suffer through wearing the same shoes. Well, yeah. So that was my superstition. Okay. Also, like we would do a ritual for the four x four and any relay in my high school. We'd like take the baton and we'd spit through it. Nice. Yeah, and we also huh. like sang. Oh, this was during COVID year, or no? This was before. <laughs> I was part of that. We would harmonize. We would harmonize with the baton. With the baton. Nice. Um, really aggressive. Like I love to give really aggressive pep talks. Um, <laughs> Can, really you, can you give us like a real like 10 second aggressive pep like talk? Like I make everybody I'm like okay you yeah. go ahead like get in can you put music behind this? Oh yeah, I will, yeah. I will edit in some music some <laughs> Okay 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 <laughs> Girls listen listen up okay This is fire all right everything's fire you're racing not just for yourself but for everybody else on the team there is nothing left what are you saving you can pass out at the end of the line If you're not at the line and you're still walking what are you doing Don't wow. think about yourself think about the Lord he is working you through this okay you are fire you are flames look around you're the most prepared person on this line wow. okay you got this i'm so pet if there's if there's no fire left in the furnace there's still embers okay wow. you're pushing through so there's nothing left you're the strongest we're trying to start here. the race please stop yeah. giving oh, yeah. the gun has gone off yeah your yeah. teammate wasn't on the line mm-hmm. but question is it fire yeah okay cool just want i just want to make sure yeah for sure fire uh any running crushes Ooh, yeah, crushes? like, like yeah, yeah like, any running crush you got? Like on the team? Uh, I was thinking <laughs> more professional, but you could go team if you'd like. Oh, I was, I was like, just, oh, come on. I've been trying to coin this phrase. I mean, a little bit different uh, is trouble. Okay. It's a track couple. Ben Martin married someone from his cross country team in yeah, high school. Yeah. Amen. And her my sister. sister is marrying someone from her high school cross country team. Wow. Love it. Love Something about it. a trouble. Okay, yeah. but you, you're not answering the question. I mean, like, any professional runners that's like, oh, yeah, I kind of have Usain a running crush Bolt. on that. Okay, Usain a little running crush. Usain Bolt. Love it. Yeah, I sure. just love him. I don't know. I know, I don't know. I can't think. Well, then we're then apparently we have a job to do. Yeah. Right. Just, to educate, educate just to educate, educate you on the running me, world. Educate me on the running world of people. No. I'm- Definitely not, and like I, have, I don't have a specific uh, job to educate you on uh, professional runners for you to have crushes on. Oh, that's not my job. All right, but we okay. apparently need to educate you on just like the running world. I actually yeah. think that's true. I think especially the girls' team could use a little bit of the boys. Education. The boys do talk about runners a lot, yeah. and I'll, yeah. oh, um, I do have a crush on our Uber driver who is a professional runner. <laughs> right. Shout what? out Ibrahim. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's awesome. On our way here, got an Uber, asked him why he was here, and he said, I'm a professional runner. And wow. so we talked running the That's entire good. hour and a half here. That's awesome. Uh, he's it quick. was really cool. Really? He's, he's a quick dude. He's going to go train in Kenya. Gotta get him on the pod, man. Should have got his contact info. Done. Avery, I, like, that can set you up. Too. I got him. I have a picture of him <laughs> later. Bella, you got anybody? I can't think of anyone, no. If right. we were to, like, if we were to, you know... Who would you assume? Like I don't like because I would right. say like oh like like Evan Jager like for sure you need to have a running crush on Evan Jager. Yeah, I would, I would say Lexi would go with Evan Jager. 
Okay. Uh, All right. Oh yeah, he does look fast. He is. Um, I, trust I would you. say yeah. Bella kind of catches me as a Woody Kincaid guy. Okay. Oh, hey, yeah. 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 Avery, I could see being a Craig Ingalls. Yeah, for sure. Craig yeah, Ingalls. Yeah. yeah. I know Craig Ingalls. Craig Ingalls, nice, a nice mullet Ooh. And mustache. Ooh. But <laughs> if wait. we go, if we go coffee club, yeah, we'd. I'd say. What? Yeah. Let's just go. Let's set them up. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Actually, uh, I would go huge. for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I'd say Morgan McDonald. Okay. Yeah. Morgan uh, McDonald for club. Avery. Ollie Hoare. Ollie Hoare. George. What do you think my type is? George. George Beamish. George what's, Beamish. What's he like? He's from New Zealand. Okay. He's uh, got a nice accent. Why do I have why love are, accents? Uh, yes. Why are all my guys with mullets and mustaches? It's, it's, it's just a, a, it's just a thing I have. Uh, look up Ollie Hoare. What's your opinion on the mullet? It should have never been a thing. I agree. And it should yeah, never come back. I but, don't like it. But if it has any place in the world, it's Running. on a track. Yes, 100%. Or at Whitewater. Ollie Hoare. Uh, oh, L- Whose so. man is this? Nice, Bella. <laughs> Look at your man. Australian, Australian record holder. <laughs> oh, Australian? And then George, and then look up George Beamish. Because Avery's the only person who has service in this entire town. Just recently, uh, George uh, made it known that he he would like to be known as George as opposed to Jordy. Jordy. So for my whole oh, time Lexi, knowing him, look at your oh, man. He's been Jordy right, so nice. he, I know I like long hair. So this yeah, is nice. I, I nailed it then. That's I mean, oh, yeah, come man. on. He's well, a good unashamedly dude. that he's he's look my at running that crush. Stare. That's he just he hits. Oh, you. he looks so happy. Yeah, he probably like won something. Yeah, this Definitely is their coach, more. Dathan Ritzenhein, uh, one of the best American runners ever. Wow, I'm give, into Dathan. Give, give these ladies just a quick little education uh, on Dathan Ritzenheim. All right, Dathan Ritzenheim, uh, one of the fastest high schoolers uh, ever to exist. Uh, wow. Won Foot Locker Nationals. Oh, uh, went classic. and ran. Ooh, this is a hard one. Where did he ran at Michigan? Mm-hmm. I think um, was a stud at Michigan. Went pro. Ran for the. Um, OTC Elite for a while. Oregon Track Club. Yep. Um, and then had a had one of the longest careers uh, out of the three high school phenoms that came out. Ryan Hall, Dathan Rittenheim, Alan Webb. Alan Webb's career ended very young, but also has the American record in the mile. Mm. He was the youngest? Youngest. The youngest? Previously. To break the four minute mile? Yep. And now, one of Wait, our... where's he from? He's Michigan. from... Ar- no, he's from... Uh, he's from Arkansas, right? I thought he was from Virginia. There was a guy from well, He lives in Arkansas now. That. But now we have Burnbaum, Drew Burnbaum, his cousin. No, his nephew. His nephew just recently became the youngest person ever to run the fastest sport. Like the What's his sub, name? Uh, something Burnbaum. He's from Kansas? Yeah. His name is Nephew Burnbaum. Yep. One, of our, one of our teammates from high school, I never ran with him, but he's there currently, is oh. the fastest sophomore in the U.S. right now. We're talking yeah. about Clay Shively, yeah. one of my closest mm. friends. What up, Clay? Shout out to what, Clay. I'll actually send this Get to you. I probably to this. would watch yeah. Clay yeah. is one of my Listen. best friends. Yeah, no, you can watch it. We stream this on YouTube as well. He so there's a, a camera right over there. <laughs> oh. he's, he's a very, very <laughs> humble guy. He is one of the most, like, he really taught me how to, like, he loves Jesus so much. And the coolest thing about him is, like, he like never posts like running on his Instagram because he wants people to, like look up his Instagram and be like, is this Clay? And he posts about Jesus all the time. He's so cool. Um, and he ran a 4:10 this year in the mile as a sophomore. As a hey. sophomore, coming to JBU. He's... Let's go. Actually, <laughs> we'll get him. We'll, yep. I'll, I'll do some recruiting. Get him some pecking. Have all patient right. zero reach out to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get her. She'll get him. Y'all, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, we got to get back to camp. We got a huge. nice, difficult uh, hike that we have this afternoon mm-hmm. and then tomorrow. A nice little recovery run Woo-hoo. and some swimming action. So, all right, we'll see y'all later. Bye. Back up.
Tell me about your family. <laughs> it's awesome. It's such a good quality. One million times better than... Plus, when the cars drive by, we won't be getting blasted. This is not a drive-by. Uh-oh. Um... <laughs> Peter's coffee's sure, got know. switched. Question. Peter Patter's got his Thankfully coffee. Thankfully, the same thing. Yeah. Peter Patter. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse uh, us. I'm we didn't get this last time. I hate that. Anyway. Mmm, coffee. <sighs> the fuel for my day. <laughs> what was that? Queso como latte? <laughs> I hate you cheese, all right now. Cheese how coffee? As I go through this, this at the end of the day, I... <laughs> I'm gonna skip all of this. Good night. Peck him. It's gonna be the outro. Remember to peck him tonight. What'd you say? I said before we go to bed, make sure to peck him tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That could be suggestive. I just, just. I like picture everyone in their beds. Like it's gonna be as we fade out with our outro song. We're gonna have that. We, can't we actually sang a little intro jingle for you in the last there time. Is, oh, there's, and there's a lot. There's I saved a lot it. coming your way. I saved there's it. There's a lot coming your way. I've got a whole new file, so I can just go back through. So glad. Um, oh, gosh. That's it. <laughs> did, did you burp? I gulped. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could never do that. Ah. Uh, yeah, if you, get, if you tuck, in, tuck in a little bit. Yeah. Um, 